Promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by Citizens Bank, KPMG, and the General Building Contractors Association. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here's Matt Cabry. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the next exciting edition of Growing Greater Philadelphia. I'm Matt Cabry, and I'm with Select Greater Philadelphia, and I'm thrilled to be welcoming into our conversation today Carla Troutman. Carla is Executive Vice President of ElectroSoft, a really dynamic company that's celebrating 32 years out in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philadelphia. Carla, it's great to have you with us. Matt, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, our pleasure. So Carla, tell us a little bit about ElectroSoft, because the name doesn't necessarily say automatically, oh, I get it. Right, I understand that. So ElectroSoft is an electronics contract manufacturer. So we manufacture electronics for other companies. We don't have our own product. Our name was ElectroSoft because we would also develop the product and software. But as with most businesses, your customers will dictate exactly what you sell. Absolutely. And you evolve. Yes. Yes, we evolved. And and at this point, we have um, four product areas that we focus on. We do PC boards, the printed circuit boards, assembly work, cables, wire harnesses, which are just extravagant cable assemblies, and box enclosures which are a culmination of the PC board assemblies, the cables, the wire harnesses, all in an enclosure box that will operate a large piece of machinery, usually industrial machinery. And as we think about those kinds of products, can you help us translate that into day-to-day kind of connections? Like, where would some of your work at ElectroSoft be something that I or others may touch? So just to give you an idea of what we do, if you take an iPhone, for example, inside is a green board that has a lot of parts on it. There might be some small cables. And Apple does not create that here in the United States. They subcontract all of that manufacturing over in China. And in China, they have the drawings, the the material, and they put everything together for Apple and they package it up and ship it for them. So We are just like that company in China, but we're based here in the Philadelphia area. We work with about 50 different companies in various sectors of industry, automobile, airline industry, well, mostly airplanes and defense. We've done products like the timers and landmines, for example, Mm -hmm. Patriot missile wiring. We've done a lot of different prototypes for companies. We work with engineers who are trying to work on projects that they need to push along, but they don't have manufacturing capabilities. So in essence, they send us the recipe and we put it together for them. And that's what we do for 50 different companies in the region. You come up with solutions that help them achieve their goal. Exactly. And you've been doing that for 32 years. So you must be doing something right. Yes, we've done it for 32 years. And like I said, we started with the software as well. But as we progress through that, we have become the solution providers because over half of our employees have been with us for over 10 years. Wow. And so a lot of knowledge was picked up through those, you know, 10 plus years. They've used that to help solve problems. They can even look at an engineering drawing and come up with the solution just by looking at it. They don't wait until they get into the process of building it. 
that's how much experience they've had. Right. That's really impressive. And it says something about the talent that's not only at Electrosoft, but that's here in the greater Philadelphia region. And one of the things I love about the story of Electrosoft, it was started by your mom and dad back in 1986, Jim and Sheila Wallace. Yes. And I'd love to hear, you know, kind of the seeds of how that happened. Now, I know you were very young at the time, and you may not Mm -hmm. have been around the kitchen table talking with them about this, but I know you know the history of the company and the fact that it's headquartered here in Montgomery County in Montgomeryville today is really impressive because you've been able to grow the company and continue to achieve success year over year right here in our community. But take us back to that inspiring moment that your dad may have had in coming up with the idea and then implementing it? So I think the idea was born by accident, quite honestly, because my father was a very talented student in math and science. And coming out of high school, he was offered a full ride at a state school for mathematics. But at the time, African-Americans, most of the positions that were available to them after college was in teaching. Mm-hmm. And while it's an, an, you know, an admirable profession, it just wasn't his calling. And he joined the military. And, while he, and this was during the Vietnam era. So while he was deployed, he met an Ethiopian man who mm-hmm. was an electronics engineer. And after his conversation with him, it inspired him to want to become an electrical engineer. Wow. So upon returning, he went to Montgomery County Community College, got his mathematics associates, then went to Penn State to become an electrical engineer. And that's what he did. He worked in engineering. He was the director of engineering and manufacturing for a large company. And they were acquired. And during that acquisition, they decided to get rid of the instrumentation department where Mm -hmm. he worked. So he took that buyout package and didn't know what he was going to do. But because he was a talented engineer and he had created all of these, I think it was blood analyzing equipment that he was developing, one of the companies called him and asked him, hey, can you make some of those cables for that piece of equipment you designed? And he did it on the kitchen table. And Mm -hmm. he said, these are great. Can you do more? And he said, sure. So he called up one of the ladies that used to work with him in um, the same company and they made more on the kitchen table. And they said, okay, we're going to need a lot more. So my mom said, well, that's great, but can you move off of our kitchen table? (laughs) So it went to the garage, and then it went to an incubator space, and then it grew from there. So it's like the accidental business. And the seeds of electrical engineering that your dad has and that DNA is paired, maybe by accident, but they had to be present with the DNA of an entrepreneur. And, and he saw the opportunity there to not go back into the corporate environment, but to actually start something on his own. Yes. I think it was an experiment. That, that's what my parents call it. They, they were giving it that three to five year period that most businesses need in order to start making money. And within that three year period, they started making money. And it afforded my parents the opportunity to have my mother retire early. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we've started to look at it as, wow, entrepreneurship is just an amazing opportunity for people to have a lifestyle that is not afforded to them in a corporate position. So my parents always preached that to us to be entrepreneurial in some way, shape, or form. 
And as you evolve in your role at the company at Electrosoft, you're also bringing with you experiences that you've developed over your career at, at Penn State, at Drexel University. And then you didn't go right into the family business. You've worked in other disciplines as well that have allowed you to bring, again, some assets that are rounding out the Electrosoft family, if you will. Yeah, I had no desire to work in the family business because to me manufacturing is dirty it you can't make a lot of money in it you can't and you know i'm of the mindset at that time like you know i want to make a lot of money i want to do these things i want to have a lifestyle that is extravagant and i went into logistics my undergraduate degree is in business logistics when I graduated, I worked in supply chain for The Gap. I worked for IKEA, worked for another company that was purchased by Honeywell, and they made lasers and barcode scanning equipment. So that was marrying my electronics background and my logistics background. Mm-hmm. And also during that time, I started an online business because I had children and I had an uncomfortable pregnancy, and I was able to use my logistics background to put together an online store that would run as I was working full time. Right. And I learned search engine optimization. I learned about websites and HTML and social media. Now I'm building all these skills and I'm realizing at some point because my children are young, I don't want to travel anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be told what to do because I'm used to that small, agile, entrepreneur, scrappy business sense that I was raised with. And I said, hey, dad, I think I want to come back and take over because you're looking towards retirement. And really, it was a great marriage of the skills that I had picked up. And I was able to implement all of the things that I had done with my online store as far as, like I said, search engine optimization and working with the website and really having a great marketing online marketing image, right? which helped our company because in industry, they don't think about the website. They don't think about those types of things. That was just really an afterthought. Right. They just want the outcome, the product. Right. Right. So it allowed us to shift. Yeah. So I want to challenge you a little bit on that just for a moment, because I I do very much appreciate the image, the perception that you had, as many people do, of the manufacturing industry as being kind of dirty and unglamorous. And Mm -hmm. I think what we've discovered is that, and one of the things that we at Select Greater Philadelphia focus on is business and talent attraction. And one of the pain points, frankly, is talented people in what often referred to uh, is referred to today as advanced manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And some would argue that all manufacturing is advanced manufacturing today, frankly, because mm-hmm. of the technology that surrounds it. And I'm a big fan of using the terminology of how do we make manufacturing cool again? Right. So that young people see it as a career where they can really grow and contribute. It sounds like you had a moment of maybe this isn't so bad. Maybe manufacturing is actually cooler than I thought it was. Did you have a moment like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. When I started looking at some of the projects that we were working on and the companies that we were working with, and I I saw that not only does it take a high level of skill to do what we were doing, but just it was just a different level of thinking because we think about our customers all the time. Every time we make something, it goes into, it may be a, a piece of wire with a little lug at the end, but it goes into a million dollar piece of equipment. And so if that one lug or wire is not done correctly, that million dollar piece of equipment is junk. Right. So we always take very good care of, it, it was just this idea that everything we touch touches other people 
And that mindset was just very different from when I was working in supply chain. It was just get all of these things from this place of origin to this place of consumption. But this was about really touching people's lives in a different way. And in our facility, because it's electronics, it's not noisy. It's very clean. And because most of the people have been there for over 10 years, it's like a family. Right. So it was a different culture, different atmosphere, and I just grew to love it. That's great. Folks, we're talking with uh, Carla Trotman. Carla is Executive Vice President at Electrosoft, a Montgomery County-based electrical company that provides a lot of different components and services as a contractor and a broad base of customers. And one of the things that is really unique, and I know you've referenced this before a moment ago, that you know there's memories of you helping to cut wires in mm-hmm. your dad's garage mm-hmm. for that very first you know customer in those early days back in 86, 87, 88 time frame, I suspect, right? Yeah. But you've really evolved as an organization over that 32 years. And one, your dad's a veteran. So the business is designated as a veteran's business. You're a woman. (laughs) So the business is evolving into a woman-owned business. And how are you navigating some of those distinctions that really allow Electrosoft to stand out when it comes to business growth and business advantages? When I look at the marketplace, especially with prime contractors or governmental set-asides, I talk to the buyers and I ask them, what are the top requirements that you're looking for? And a lot of times it's not even veteran-owned. Mm-hmm. It's service-disabled veteran right, or woman. And so we were starting to look at the company as This would be a tremendous advantage for us to shift from veteran to woman-owned business, especially in electronics. It's unheard of. And myself, as a minority woman in electronics, a lot of times I walk into the room, I am the only woman, I'm the only person of color. So I definitely stand out, but in a great way, because I'm able to get across, they, they know our name, they know the reputation. And a lot of times I found that the people that do business with us, finding out that we're minority-owned or veteran-owned is an afterthought. It's secondary to the quality that you provide. Exactly. Because if you don't provide the quality, they're not going to be calling you no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. And it's interesting because being in business for 32 years, we don't lean on a set-aside. They rarely come up for us because of that veteran status. But... It's also, you can see that the tide has shifted when people are becoming more thoughtful with the types of businesses that they do business with. So once they find that out, they're very excited that they've been able to support what we do and that they enjoy the working relationship that they have with us. Right. So, Carla, one of the things I want to learn a little bit more about that we're really proud of in the greater Philadelphia region is talent. We have a unique skill set of individuals across the 11-county neighborhood of northern Delaware, southern New Jersey, and southeastern Pennsylvania, including Montgomery County. How hard is it? How hard has it been historically, and how has it evolved for your team at Electrosoft to identify and attract great talent? Well, Honestly, in this area, the pipeline for advanced manufacturing is drying out a little bit. Mm -hmm. 
it's been, and then with unemployment being low, it's a bit of a challenge. So for employers, we want to treat the people that we have really nice and let them know that they're appreciated. But we also are growing as an organization. So identifying talent has been definitely a challenge. We have taken we take a lot of relatives, that's for sure. And that's well, there's people that are married with us, mother and son, cousins, sisters that work with us, and that always works out well. We also have a great immigrant population Mm -hmm. that have come to Pennsylvania, to this Philly area, and they are highly skilled as well. And they they don't have the exact match, but we've been able to utilize training dollars Mm -hmm. to help them flex over into electronics. It's usually not a direct match, but we're able to match them up. They have the skill set, they have the aptitude, and then you provide that nuanced training that gets them to where they need to be specific to Electrosoft. Absolutely. And and it's been great. We have an extremely diverse population in our employees. When we look to our employees, it's an extremely diverse population. Mm -hmm. Excellent challenges, hurdles that you've had to overcome, and that Jim and Sheila, your parents, Mm -hmm. uh, the Wallace family, Mm -hmm. had to overcome over the past 32 years? Is there a a project that stands out that either just didn't go the way you thought it was going to go, or you got this project and you're like, whoa, this is a big project. we got to like scale up tomorrow. Yeah, we had a huge project. I guess I can talk about it because it's over. The, (laughs) The military had ordered planes. And they were not yet ready. So we had to take some of the older fleet of fighter jets and working with an engineering group, give them night vision capability. Because once the sun goes down and the night vision goggles are on, the instrumentation panel looks all white. So we had to come up with kits that could be shipped around the world to where these various planes were in order to have them retrofitted for night vision capability. It was a huge job it it was extremely expensive and and i say that because a lot of times as a small business you don't think about access to capital until that job comes so right. you know you have to have those financers in place when you need a million dollars that you don't want to start that relationship when you need the money you want to start that relationship before you need the money right so um, thankfully, my father had the foresight to have established those banking relationships so that when we needed the money to float that particular project. But um, it was a multi, I guess it was about six month project that we worked on it in wow. order to meet the demands for the military. That's great. And, you know, I love the lessons learned. And one of the things I like to drill down on is advice that folks give to entrepreneurs and especially to young people. Mm-hmm. And I love to hear that from your perspective. And, and folks, we're talking with Carla Trotman. Carla is executive vice president of Electrosoft. She's a proud Penn State graduate and a proud mm-hmm. Drexel graduate and a proud native of Montgomery County mm-hmm. right here in greater Philadelphia. So when you meet a young person, whether they're at Penn State or Drexel or maybe even in a, a high school setting or someone from the neighborhood, and they're talking about career growth. What kind of advice do you share with them? A lot of times I tell them that, well, if we're talking about career growth from the perspective of I want to do X when I finish school, I always tell them, spend time with people who are doing what you think you want to do because you might change your mind. There are so many students that go off to college that first year thinking that they're going to be a nuclear engineer or doctor and they hate it and it's just not for them. And they come back and they're in a disarray because they've always been high performing. And I tell them, you really need to see it and experience it before you dedicate your life to it. 
But the best thing about our region, though, is that we have so many different positions that are highly skilled, high paying positions that you can get into without a college degree, like advanced manufacturing. Right. And they they send so many people to school. They will supplement the training and make it so that you have a soft landing if college doesn't work out for you. Right. That's great advice. How about Greater Philadelphia as a place to establish and grow a business? And I, I know your dad, Jim Wallace, started Electrosoft in 1986. And why Philadelphia? Uh, was it the talent? Was it the distribution channels, things that many of us take for granted, but as a business owner, you have to think about how am I going to get my product from point A to point B? Or was it, hey, that's where I'm from, and that's that's the place where I, I can't imagine starting this business anywhere else? Or is it a combination? I believe it's a combination. I don't think he would have been able to survive for so long without access to both industry and people to support it. And with that, I had to do a little research. To A long time ago, I was looking at, like, why manufacturing? Why are we even here? Right. And I found that Pennsylvania is one of the top 20 states for manufacturing. And our largest manufacturing industries by revenue alone are petroleum, steel, telecom. And you look right out the front door and you see all of those companies right in this area. Well, manufacturing is also a huge part of that. And so manufacturing is always evolving as well. Once you add supply chain and raw material and logistics, this area is a center pocket for so many things that help businesses. You're close to New York, you're close to DC, you're right at a port. You're able to get anywhere through UPS, especially in this concentrated region. So we ship most of our things around UPS. We can hit any customer within a day or two. We're able to drive to 90% of our customers within an hour and a half to two hours. Mm -hmm. These are things that you can't do outside of the concentrated area. We're looking at growing our facility. So one of the things that I said is if we have a satellite campus, we're right by South Jersey, we're right by Delaware, we have five counties within the area, so there's a lot of options and a lot of access. So my dad, if he was, you know, had some foresight into this, he made a great choice right. because I can't think of any other place. And another big part of it is, I would suspect, as you were referencing earlier, your customers are here. Absolutely. Because they work in that manufacturing space and they need the the expertise that Electrosoft supplies. Yes. I'm filled with fun facts, by the way, Carla. You don't know this about me, but speaking about logistics and distribution channels, I'll share two quick ones with you and, and our listeners, and that is um, nearly 50% of the U.S. population we can reach them within a two-hour drive of greater Philadelphia. Wow. Because of the concentration of population within two hours of our community. Nearly 60% of North America is reachable within one day's flight to somewhere in greater Philadelphia. It's, it's really an amazing statistic when you think about the, the distribution channels that we have in our community. I want to shift gears a little bit. Because mm-hmm. not only are, are you a proud native to Greater Philadelphia and Montgomery County, but you're also a proud mom. Mm-hmm. And you have two boys. And what do you love about Greater Philadelphia from a quality of life perspective of things to do? So I, I not only have two little boys, they are rambunctious like preteens. And so they have a lot of energy. So I love to take them and do things like uh, riding bikes along the river. 
they love sporting events. The other day we went to my, I took my eldest to, gosh, the soccer union. The, oh, sure. The, loved it. Did the club seats. Yeah. Had a glass of wine while he was out on the patio. It was the best thing for both of us. I loved it. I took my youngest to Penn Relays recently. Nice. He yeah. runs track. It was just a great experience for it. So it's just something for everybody because I there's a way for me, not being a sport person, to enjoy it with them. Yeah, that's great. And uh, you can't get much better than professional soccer with Major League Soccer down in Chester, Delaware County at the Philadelphia Union. That's really fabulous. Yes. And there's so much to do. There's something for everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's great. So we've been talking with Carla Trotman, who's Executive Vice President at uh, Electrosoft. Carla, thank you so much for joining us on Growing Greater Philadelphia. Thank you so much for having me. This segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to us by the Commercial Banking Division of Citizens Bank. You know, the Citizens Bank team, they bring practical financial experience and deep industry expertise to each banking relationship. To learn how Citizens can help your company reach its full potential, visit citizensbank.com backslash commercial. And be sure to check out all of our podcasts at radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. to Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia. Philadelphia.